Hey friends, our first live recording is coming up. It's Friday, October 12th at 11 p.m. at the Los Angeles Podfest. Come and hang out. There will be an after party. And we will do a live maskers section. Whatever you do, don't bring masks to the show. That would be really bad if people broke out masks during the maskers section. You know how TJ gets. I don't want anyone to get hurt. So don't bring masks to the show. Anyway, it's Friday, October 12th in Santa Monica. Get tickets and details at L.A. Podfest. That's LAPodfest.com. See you there. Now entering Nerdist.com. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Welcome to Cashing In. I'm Cash Levy. We had a great show lined up for you. I was so excited. We had T.J. Miller uh, uh, coming in, uh, and I always love it when he's on the uh, the broadcast. Uh, we always drop some hot, tasty pods together. Uh, he's a friend, and he's a funny guy. Uh, unfortunately, he's at the uh, hide-and-seek championships, um, and I was there, too. I was eliminated early. Uh, I mean, there's still the seeking part, so I guess I could still win, but... Uh, I'm usually good at that, but I had a podcast to do. I'm a professional, uh, so you know what? I wish TJ luck. Uh, he's the three-time defending champion, and uh, he's one of the premier hiders in the business. I mean, this guy, he can hide and not even make a sound. Uh, you could be sitting two feet from TJ Miller, and you won't even know it. He once disappeared for 12 years, and nobody found him. Uh, a lot of the media claimed he, he, he just wasn't landing any roles during that era. It turned out he was meditating behind a couch the entire time. So it's going to be really hard for someone to, to catch him. Oh, what, what is that? Oh, that's a weird... Wow, that's loud. That's a loud noise. What? I wasn't meditating! What? what? TJ? I was just holding my fingers together above my knees. <laughs> TJ, you're... Why do people always say that that's meditating? Oh, my God. I, I had no idea you were back there. <laughs> I had hid the whole time here. <laughs> well, Behind these filing cabinets. These hundreds and hundreds of filing cabinets. <laughs> well, TJ, th- I mean, you know what this means. I just found you, so I, I'm the, I'm the Gosh, champion Gosh, I wanted now. you to win. Well, thank you, TJ. Uh, you, got, you can't. For those of you who aren't watching, the also, podcast, I just didn't think you'd. I didn't think you'd be here, and I certainly didn't think you'd be spreading malarkey about me. That's a bunch of baloney. I don't meditate. Meditating's for lily-footed cowards and ugly-necked robots. <laughs> Descendants of Nancy Grace, is that what the you're saying? The ugliest pugs of them all. <laughs> the spawn of Nancy Grace. You're saying the descendants her face of looks the like cancer somebody, and the anus inside the tree of... Her face looks like somebody farted on her and then immediately encased it in a silicone 
mask. Wait, wait, TJ, what are you so giving? So she forever has a fart in between her face and millimeters <laughs> of a thin silicone. You ever seen Mission Impossible? I- indeed I have. Was that her? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was granted one wish, and it was to not be the ugliest, worst person this for is, a day. And this she is a departure for us. We usually don't talk about her on the show, but I'm glad you brought Gosh, this I up. I didn't mean to scare you. Did I scare hey, you? buddy, thank you. Oh, he, TJ just gave me a commemorative coin. I guess uh, I am mm-hmm. the new champion. Well, you know what? I It's filled with chocolate, but don't eat it in the, because if you do, then you're not the champion. They told me that. Oh, really? First time I won, but I had eaten it by that time. Okay, okay. I didn't know how that Cash, worked. I just, I didn't mean to scare you. I well, just, you know, I was hiding and I was going to stay hidden while you did the podcast. Well, Not because I wanted to listen to what you would say about me behind my back. So I, I feel like you allowed yourself to get caught sort of because I said nice things about you. Is that I did, but I still want you to have the championship. Thank you, buddy. That's very generous of you. And, you know, you didn't I, say, uh, I mean, you said a few nice things, but then you said that awful thing about me meditating yeah yeah i know well you're very zen like um this is how i always pictured winning the championship i pictured standing up on top of the podium and saying Uh, out loud to ripple banger lightning round triple banger lightning round he did that people would be like what is he talking about Why would he say that when he won? Shouldn't he say something about thank you? What if to I my just went up there and we just played the cue? Probably he's playing me. Just played it. Ladies and gentlemen, triple Cash banger, lightning round. The hide and seek champion his, of right now. Is that on his belt? Is that on his new? Is that on his championship belt? He's got one of those, the those soundboard belts. He's got a soundboard belt. Wow! If you press a button, it plays a, a, a triple banger, lightning round. That's just you accidentally scratching your stomach. <laughs> yeah, I forget it's there. Uh, <laughs> it's like the silicone mask with a fart inside of it. I forget it's on. Triple banger lightning round. Question one. Uh, when would you least want to see duct tape? When would you least want to see uh, duct tape? The first where, time. Where would you least want to see duct tape? The first time that a woman takes down her panties. Well, no, there's, I'm giving you some options, but that was a good one. You know, because I'm saying. That would be awkward. She takes it down and there's duct tape all over there. You're thinking, what happened here? Yeah. what? Because uh, it's clearly broken, but you don't want to spend little, the money to get it fixed. A little late to the scene. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where would you least like to see duct tape? On your surgeon's middle fingers. Hmm. Like, like duct tape together like during he said, open fuck heart you surgery. Yeah, to death so many times that he broke his finger. <laughs> on the airplane's wing uh, during heavy turbulence. Mm. Uh, on your scuba tank. That's it. Or coming towards your face but that when was you wake up. Or coming towards your face when you wake up. Yeah, yeah. I always like that because it means it's role playing time. <laughs> I'm the kidnappee. Who are you? <laughs> Um, you know, I think, like I said, I think if a doctor has duct tape on his middle finger, that means he won't take time away from helping people long enough to set his finger. Mm. So I like that. But yeah, I mean, and if it's on the, if it's on the, during turbulence, yeah, that's I, fine. I don't want to see duct tape that's on the, fine. the wing of an airplane. 
I don't need to see that. I think, what was the first one? You know, the first one uh, was, you know, when you get into her pants, and that's the first thing no, you but see. What did you, what was your first one? Well, thing? I'm adding that now. Because <laughs> then I'll go with the first one. The yeah, table. I'll go with the first one. Thank I think you. you brought your own. I'll go with was, the one that was clearly the best anything. of all the ones that you had thought of from beforehand. <laughs> that's right. You won mm-hmm. before we even started. It's like hide and seek. you got to believe that you're not even there. <laughs> I don't know if that's Zen-like, but I definitely do not have my fingers above my knees. <laughs> Triple banger lightning, lightning round. round. Question, Question two. two. Two, two. Handball. Spend a couple of bucks? Hmm. No. <laughs> what, but let me go back. What do you mean? <laughs> what are you talking about? What are you talking about? I don't know. There's a lot of sports you can play. It seems like it, it might be, you know, one of the cheaper sports. Maybe you, you think spend a couple bucks. Get a racket. You think they're playing uh, because they're like, I love sports, but I don't have the money to buy a basketball. <laughs> I actually thought it was just sounded funny. Handball. No, I, spend, some, spend some. But you know what? That should be their slogan. I actually have played handball, and it's really fun. Handball. Save some cash on a racket. <laughs> Is that they it's just I'll just use my hand as a racket. I grew up. That's uh, really I how it all happened. I don't know if you know this. Handball, handball came player. first. I play handball. I've played actually. It's very painful. It hurts, but I do with. I wear duct tape as a glove. Well, see now, then I'd be looking over there, going, "Good thing his hands aren't a woman's vagina," for, <laughs> and being seen for the first time by me. I do. I played. Listen, I played. I played handball growing up. My father's a big handball player. It's very painful. People it's don't really realize your, 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 I think your fingers end up hurting. I think racquetball is kind of a, a sport it, for lily-footed I cowards. I do think it's a little bit lily-footed. I agree with you. Because it's such a big, you know, tennis is hard, though. You ever that played mean, tennis? That question, I was just testing your metal, really. Here's what I I'll have say. played tennis. Yeah. Here's what I'll say. Handball. Spend a little money on, on learning more about handball and spreading the word about it. That's what I say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. Triple banger lightning, lightning round. Uh, question three. Question three. Tip jar. Put a lid on it. I mean, they're, they're breaking out tip jars <laughs> everywhere. There's got to be uh, tip jars at like fast food places. I thought you meant that at, at the bar, it's like, be careful with your money. I mean, that's out there. People can steal it. No, have a I lid on the meant, pickle jar and you're going to take it yeah, off to tip. It was just a clever. I look. I'm not. Criti- I'm really not criticizing that. I think just it's not that they aren't clever. It's that they don't impart enough information for me to know what the they fuck confuse is going you. on. Yeah, it's, they that's confuse the problem. you. It'd be like me saying this, like, uh, like twins, double your pledge. <laughs> but I think that's partially what's funny about this segment. Sometimes is seeing you startled by the question, but you don't enjoy this part. You T- don't. You, you don't like to t-shirts. Be- Where's the U and the R? <laughs> Is it in a uh, rut? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Still, we've had some good ones in this format. I think it's great. Yeah. Yes, put a lid on it. They're they're everywhere. I saw. You know what I saw? I saw a Starbucks person that had a tip jar, and then I tipped, and somebody came to clean out the tip jar, and then put out a little can and said, "Huh? Eh? Happens all the time. Walmart yeah. greeter the other day. There's play, people that have tip jars now. This Walmart greeter. My doctor is a tip jar. You do? Yeah. It's not a high, <laughs> not a high, high end doctor. Is he a podiatrist? Not, not high end. Uh, indeed, he is. Yeah. Yeah. And do you tip him? I mean, my wife. Right after she delivered our first baby. But uh, yeah, the tip jar. Came out. What are you going to do? What are you going to say? Just had to throw down the tip. 
And say, look, you better watch out for that vagina, because if it gets broke, there's gonna be duct yeah. tape on it. And, and the jar had no, no it had no coin departments either. It was only it said bills only. Well, here's my question. I mean, that's that's kind of come on, dude. Here's my question. Bills only for a birth. Do you, do you ever on. put change in a tip jar? <laughs> yeah. I only do it when I it's it's the change that I'm receiving. <laughs> but have you ever reached in your pocket and been like, here are things that I don't care for, coins. <laughs> They're too heavy for these pockets. Yeah. No, I think I definitely think you can insult people with coins. You know, and I, I always when I when I leave a tip, it's very frustrating when the bartender isn't looking. Yeah, you want to get his attention. Get the attention. Yeah, I'll look yeah. over and give him one of those like, "Hey, yeah. I'm tipping you, you stupid asshole!" Yeah. Even though it took 15 minutes to get a fucking daiquiri, yeah. and then you say you don't have, you can't do it blended. Yeah. Hey, whisker tits. Yeah. I just threw down two bills. If, if you don't see me tip, the party dies here. <laughs> I can't feel my face. Here's the tip. I it's you, you have to get their attention. Sometimes you take it back and throw it down twice, right? Yeah. Just so they'll see it. I've done that. And then but I've then if they see the moon, you get pulling it back. And then, and then, then they, you look like a thief. They say, then hey. you have to run, and that's how I got arrested. And then when they say, hey, are you stealing from my tip jar? You go, hey, you should have put a lid on it. <laughs> then people wouldn't be stealing out of it. That's right. I went to jail. Luckily, my judge had a tip jar. Gave him a couple and bucks. I gave him a couple bucks. Those are called bribes. That's what you call those. Mm-hmm. But but mine was pretty blatant. How about when they ring a bell? You know, we talked about that when they go Happy Jamba. I figured it out. <laughs> They're signaling each other. They're like birds in the forest. They're about to attack. They signal each other. That means, like, that means make them a good. You know, I mean, make them a I good always smoothie. Hear birds that, attacking. Yeah, they in attack the a lot. They, <laughs> when you go to the forest, sometimes you get attacked by birds. You know, uh, sometimes an owl yeah. just take you out, right? And they signal each other, and then they make a good portion of food for you, or they they give you some extra fries. Now, if they don't hear the happy jamba, or they don't hear like, you know, they make little noises to each other, or they don't ring the bell, then the person knows to really. Screw up your meal, or just spit in your coffee, or whatever. And tipping is. So a- I bring my own whistle, a tip whistle. That's what we should do. We should have our own whistles. <laughs> I don't think there's a person on earth that's a tip gotten whistle. a tip and used a whistle. Is that a rape whistle? But no, it's a tip whistle. It's a tip whistle. He's he's, he's, he's alerting the fact that he just tipped. Tipping that's is a strange need, part of our tip culture. Whistles. But you can't do that. Why? Because nobody whistles. Cocky. Here's you need, you need a, tap, a tip bell. Mm. Then you can go in and you can ring the bell whenever you tip and then you get their attention. Or sometimes you don't even tip and you just ring it. But tipping is a weird part of our culture. I, I, if I, the only time I don't tip somebody is if I don't have cash. And then I try and give them something else. You know, a compliment, some k- special K. You know, that drug used to be a horse tranquilizer. I'll give them a little bit of that. Some of that. You, you carry horse tranquilizer. That's I don't one give thing it I to like them about to you. take. I, I heard I, during your 12 years, uh, 12 years of uh, 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 where you were behind the couch meditating, that you were on horse tranquilizer for six of it. Is that the case? Uh, it wasn't the case that I was meditating. So why would it be the case that you would believe any other <laughs> lie about that? I was back there for 12 years, and my fingers got stuck together because of super glue. <laughs> Plus, you had some uh, uh, tape from what I heard. I was with a woman who that. had a fetish where her vagina had to be covered it was tape, with duct tape. Sean. Yeah, which takes a while. And then yeah, she wanted my she wanted me to finger her with super glue on it. Oh, jeez. I hate it when they request that. That's really awkward. She called it fooper gluing. Mm. Dane Cook suitor. Fooper glue. Yeah. Fooper, fooper glue deluxe. Super, super glue finger. You ever do the fooper glue deluxe? Super glue foo. <laughs> Let me ask you this, TJ. 
uh, TJ Miller is uh, sitting across from me. It's such an honor to have you on the show. It's Let me ask you this, here. buddy. What do you ever like? You'll be selling your CD after a show. Do you ever sell a CD or mm-hmm. uh, you know I, I have a CD oh, or yeah. a DVD, and someone will give you say twice what you're asking for it, just as sort of a compliment never for happened. the show. Ne- never did happen to you. Never happened. Hmm. Okay. What would, what would you do? Because that happens once in a while. You don't. You must. Maybe you charge a lot. What do you charge? Fifty, hundred dollars. Maybe it's hard to double it. You I charge, charge like one hundred and thirty-seven dollars. I charge one hundred and fifty dollars. One hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. So yeah, you generally people don't double that. I charge, uh, and that's just for the CD case. Yeah, if you want that CD? It's you want the CD in there? One hundred and thirty-seven dollars. Yeah. When they say uh, two hundred eighty, when they ask you to sign it, do you just go sign it yourself? Fuck face. No, you because ever say that? you know I sign it's it. not good. I, I try it. it. Don't I do it. I sign it. Dis shy shy. <laughs> I you spell, spell it wrong. I just go, caca, caca. Listen, buddy. So that's uh, your tip whistle. That could be my. Well, I don't. I don't want that to be sort of narrowed down to being a tip whistle. That's tip more. Whistle that means more like, to me than that. It means more to me. Tip whistle sounds like the name of an old timey guy who comes by with his wagon with all kinds of lotions and potions, <laughs> and he goes, "Hey, I'm Tip Whistle. Hey, say, I'm Tip Whistle. Listen." Are you looking Tip for an elixir for your to get your penis erect? <laughs> well, come to me. Tip whistle. <laughs> tip whistle. whistle. I like it. We need a tip whistle, buddy. We need it. That's Pemberton Buttlesticks, that was uh, Pemberton vice Buttlesticks. president candidate choice. That tip was. Tip whistle. To me, that felt like uh, Trisket Hurlibutton doing Pemberton Buttlesticks. Mm. But, you know, I, I have a very discerning ear. You yeah. do. Just one of them. The other you one is deaf as a, buddy, as a door is blind. Hey, at least I have ears that don't make me ashamed. Jesus. I'm, I can't hear Tiny you. Tiny ears. What did you say? <laughs> what did you say? These re- if these ears were bigger, I wouldn't have hey, to read your Put list. your cantaloupe pans on the table right now. Put them on the table. I can see them. You know what? I'm enjoying this so much. I'm going to go triple banger lightning, lightning round, round auxiliary round. Auxiliary round. Triple banger auxiliary really round. It's such an honor to be here. Better sequel, Weekend at Bernie's 2 or World War 2? I mean, World War 2 made for better conversation, I think. Mm, yeah, but Weekend yeah. at Bernie's 2, you know, World Quality War 2, you go, how did that happen? But Weekend at Bernie's 2, you say, how, how did that did happen? That happen? Really? How did who, who approved that? Yeah, yeah. They're both pretty unbelievable that they I recently happened. saw the first Weekend at Bernie's, and it just, it doesn't seem, <laughs> doesn't seem real. It's mm-hmm. like, here comes the boom. You know, I've been. Tr- I tried to go up on stage and play the trailer for "Here yeah. Comes the Boom," and it was one of the worst sets I've ever had. It was just such a bomb, and I heard people in the audience say, "Like God, he's such an asshole," you know, <laughs> stuff like that. Like, oh, really, you're true. But I really, I don't understand if that's a real movie. Well, no, I was midway through the first weekend at Bernie's, and I thought to myself, "I'm going to wait for the sequel." That's, that's what, what I did. thought. Well, that's yeah. how they made it. Yeah, and then I'm going to double back and sort of, uh, you know, watch it in reverse order. Uh, What's the word when Seems they do the incredibly before, complicated when they do the prequel. the prequel? I'm going to watch it as a prequel <laughs> because I know there will be a sequel. I'm going to go back and watch so Weekend at Bernie's two years as a <laughs> as a prequel. I watch. I'm one of the one few people that watches a prequel. I'm one of the one people. <laughs> one people. I'm one of the one people that listen I'm to one Cash of the one again. People yeah. eat people. I did. I broke up with a girl because she liked Weekend at Bernie's, too. I think I've mentioned that story. I broke up with a girl for throwing gum out the window and for uh, liking the movie Weekend at Bernie's, too. Do you want to be honest that that girl was me in a wig? 
well, 15 years ago. I didn't want to mention that. Yeah, I didn't want to mention. I that. got. I watch Weekend at Bernie's. Another guy was wanted to be Fuber glued, and I don't. I don't. <laughs> I mean, that's the best. <laughs> I didn't so, say any of those names. I know the best one. Fuber glued. <laughs> oh my god! Is that god. what you called it? What did he call it? If there is a if there is a cash phrase it's a of Fuber this glue? of of 2012, it's Fuber gluing. Is that what you? I think that's what you called it. I don't think so. It was super glue. I, I, it's much better than anything I said. You think it's better? Fuber glue is better. Fuber glue or fuber? I'm not sure it's what fuber. you said earlier. People are fuber glue. Fuber fuber glue. Let's make a decision right now on what it's going to be because this fuber is fuber glue. Like because it's going to be a t-shirt. Let's be honest. Yeah. Come on. It's not like it won't be. What's what is it? Fuber glue. Okay. You coined this phrase. Fuber glue. No, it's a cash phrase. Nah, you make no. Cool. You make me sign something every time that I says know. that whatever it's, it's cool. come up with. It's pretty cool. Well, you know, you do it at gunpoint, so I'm always I'm happy to do it. It's pretty cool. You know what, buddy? Here's what I want to say about these sequels, and the, the, you know what? Re- even just remaking movies in general, I don't understand why they remake really great movies. You know, they remake. They, they'll do a, a you know another version of something like uh, I don't know. What, what are they coming out with? Uh, sometimes they make Here it. Comes the Boom. A really great movie they'll do a remake of. Why don't they remake mediocre to bad movies? Well, because people go to see stuff that they've already seen and they like. Just like they go but to But there's eat a lot of movies that were mediocre that had a ton of potential, if I can say that. Potential. You can't. You said pro And they were just a little off. Of a and pro. all they needed was a tweak. You know, like I thought the movie Mr. 3000 could have been good under the hands under the tutelage of someone like T.J. Miller or somebody, you know, a true craftsman. Well, first things first, they should have named it Mr. 2000. It's cheaper to make. <laughs> you got less You got less stuff to do. <laughs> the expectations aren't as high. Yeah. Mr. Yeah. 3000, I mean, who is? Yeah, who is that? Uh, I, I, I'm saying it wasn't a good movie, but it could have been. It had some potential, and I'm just saying there are a lot of movies like that. And then they remake classics. It's like, why are you going to... I mean, I mean, the real potential. I can't I mean, believe they're making a new Godfather. Like, come on. And that's that Schindler's List remake that's, called Psycho. Yeah. It was so weird. Yeah. I, I, or I should say reboot or reboot. You know, it's not always just no, it's a, a remake. remake, though. Yeah. They're yeah. remaking the idea of it. I, I. It's because people go and see it. I mean, it's you know, it's not. It's, it's not about Hollywood's money. You're fault. saying Hollywood's about money. Is that what you're saying? I think so. It's yeah. very I mean, cynical. It's very cynical. That's TJ. true. They're about that, and documentaries exposing Rwandan human trafficking. <laughs> there you go. We're but, bringing but some lightness back to the show, aren't we? There we are. You know what we're going to move on to? Uh, we're going to ask, uh, where were you? Uh, and uh, I don't think that Where Were You has an uh, intro song. Let's make one up right now. Us. Ready? Yeah. Where were you? Where were you? I really want to know where were you? Where were you? I really want to know. I like that. Fooper glue. Where are you? Okay. Where I'm, were you, buddy? Fooper gluing in the back. Where were you? That's what they call it. Uh, you know, I just got back. I was in Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. And I love it there. Mm. I, I played the Arlington Draft House. I've heard there's some so kind fun. of that like, government thing going on. Oh, there. They're great. Yeah, mm-hmm. they have a. I think they have an embassy. Sort of Portuguese where it all embassy, starts, right yeah. there. Yeah. But it was really. It's it's fun to be out there. I love it. I do. I, I like D.C. because I you know I, I lived there for four years. I was a uh, a human trafficking agent uh, for the Rwandan government, mm-hmm. and I would bring in illegals and uh, get them to work in textile factories mm. uh, which you know I don't know if you know what textiles are 
but they're it's when you text without we any text a lot. Well, it's thinking it's texting without it's any texting script. Reptilians. Isn't it's like it? freestyling, but it's yeah. textiling. Yeah, I snuck so into it. I actually rapping. I actually you're yeah. texting. Yeah, you're texting. Textiling. A lot of people don't know this. Um, like Kanye. You're freestyling the textile mm-hmm. sometimes. I actually snuck into that city. A lot of people said I couldn't do it. You did. Yeah, snuck across the border. Did you see? Yeah, nobody stopped me. It was crazy. Because it's a different. Yeah. It's a district. Yeah, a lot of people don't brag about that kind of stuff. Like, oh, I can sneak into Super Bowls, <laughs> but no, I, I sneak into cities that, that don't want me to be there. You do the That's whole one thing. Of them. Yeah. Well, so I was in DC. I, I like brag it. about that kind of stuff. Well, I don't. You know, because one, one of my best friends is one. Oh, so yeah. Thank you for not mentioning it again. Yeah, perhaps you suffer under the delusion that that friendship is real. Oh, wow, that hurt. Things have got real serious. Right, yeah. I'm joking. That's fan- You're, you've always been a good friend, TJ. Now, now, did you enjoy the trip? It makes me want to hide again. <laughs> hey, buddy, I was Where in here. Can you see me? <laughs> I can I hear you. Can you hear my voice? I can hear you. Can you see me? <laughs> I was under the shelf. Yeah. Now I'm back. TJ, I was in your metropolis, mm-hmm. Denver. How was it? Yeah. Oh my God. It's just not the it's same. In my blood. It's yeah. not the same when you're not there. They should have like a sign when you fly in. You know, TJ, you know, isn't there, or TJ's gone. Mm-hmm. Maybe on the horse or something as you pass it. But your travels have just started when you get to that airport. You you get there, you go down an escalator, and you cross a walkway, and you go down an escalator, you go down an elevator, you go you know down a long hallway, you go by a fountain, then you you, you get on a train, and then like a horse and buggy meets you, and then you ha- and then you get on like a. A little a boat, like, uh, and then you get like inside a, a shanty, and, they, yeah, and then sure. your, your Sherpa meets you. And then you go out into that big, giant uh, Indian casino, you know, uh, that they call an airport. And then you get out to the curb. You're like, I'm in Denver. This rocks. I love Denver. <laughs> I I, and then you, and then you get in the car and you drive for a while. And there's people like di- just not living on the edge of the road. They're just lying there uh, in their own feces. And then birds are flying by. They're like, Ca-ca! And they can see you, and they're kind of mocking you because, and you're like, I'm in Denver. This rocks. And then you fall asleep, and you wake up, and the and the taxi driver's like, You're here. You're you're in Denver. And you're like, Yeah, this is awesome. And then you still don't even see the city lights in the distance, and you realize, you know, that airport, uh, that Denver airport's in fucking Nebraska. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that it's it it's, took the horse and buggy to. That's why I left you. Yeah, I yeah. Think. No, but that you have to admit that airport is not convenient at all. It's so far. I should have taken a flight from Denver to Denver. Yeah, there should be a connecting flight from Denver to Denver. Yeah, it is. I mean, that would about, confuse a few people that haven't been there. It's about twenty minutes from from the airport. So you, you're trying to say you're trying to insinuate that I'm exaggerating? Is that what you're saying? Downtown is twenty <laughs> minutes from the airport, and I drive on average about. 40 minutes to get to the airport in Los Angeles. Yeah. But you live in the airport in Los Angeles. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, you live on the tarmac. <laughs> you'll say, oh, I say that. I'll come over to your place and be like, meet tarmac as Sue tarmac. And then you'll kind of go, I don't know what the word for tarmac yeah. is in Spanish, but you get it. Yeah. Have a beer. And I'll it's have so a beer. Weird. It's so weird that we, I speak Spanish when I do that. But yeah, yeah, only two of the, the four words. I you know I, I I'm you know I'm mile high until I die, so I don't I can't really. I went to Mile High, the, the stadium, mm-hmm. and that was the only other story I'm going to bore you with. But I went no, to Mile High, and we you were right. Stop getting down on yourself. Oh no no I'm okay. okay. Listen, buddy, the, this story is very similar to some of the others I tell mm-hmm. uh, in terms of the escalation uh, of. Uh, uh, of what happened, but I'm I'm trying to find parking. My friend and I are going to the Denver Bronco uh, football game, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, the American football game, uh, 
and uh, there's these kids outside the stadium, and they're asking $50 for parking. Fifty dollars, I mean, and this isn't a tip jar. They have signs that say fifty dollars. Now I'm very angry about this. I, I feel it's weird. Does that do you get enraged sometimes, especially when you're late and you're looking for parking? So I started leaning out the window and I had the same phrase. I'd just be like, um, uh, I would just say, uh, "That's immoral." And then I started to say, "You're immoral." I'd be like, "You're immoral." And then this one person, he he put sixty on his sign, and I rolled down the window and go, "You're immoral." You'll burn in hell for this. And my friend was like, dude, you, it was funny before, and now you, you took it it's in a really... Far, it went yeah. too far. I always go too far. I, I it gotta, was bad. It was I bad. I say, I think there's a lot of people in Denver that are like, who is this asshole calling <laughs> us all morals? He's like, you're immoral. You're immoral. You're all morals. <laughs> and so then I just went back to, you're an embarrassment to your family, which is, you know, because I, I had nothing else I could do. That one's a little softer than you'll yeah. burn in hell You'll burn hell in hell for, for this. this. That's how mad I was. That's but no it good. is really crazy. $50 just seems like, can't we all make, like, can't they make less money? Yeah, it, it is immoral. More fair it really price? Though, isn't it? It is immoral. It's not, it's, I don't know if it's immoral, but it's not, it's not, it's not ethically sound. Yeah, you're taking advantage but of it. But it's sort of a, but it's a supply it's and capitalism. demand thing. Yeah, it's capitalism. It's capitalism. Yeah. And it's especially, I, mean, I, I don't know if I told you this, we were riding a bike at the time. It was a double bike. So you th- don't you think that's extenuating And they wanted to charge you $100 because yeah. they yeah. said you had to pay per seat. Yeah, I was riding uh. a bicycle. So that made it worse. They made it a lot worse. I'm going to move on to the essential questions of human nature. I love them. Yeah. Essentially, this is... Essential questions of human nature. And, and sometimes, you know, I think it's important that people remember the original song, Essential Questions of Human Nature. <laughs> Just because it sounds so bad. So if people complain about that intro, they'll remember how bad the old one was. Right, the old one was, <laughs> You're shit, Grandma. <laughs> that was the original theme song. <laughs> Uh, Oscar the Grouch, nature or nurture? I want to talk to you about this. Nature or nurture, okay? Let me give you some pros and cons to this one. Okay. Um, Lives in a trash can. Uh, Don't know how that happened, but it seems like his his parents probably weren't high-quality parents to just throw him in a trash can. Where Mm. are we going to put the grouch? Eh. Oscar, let's put him in a trash can with a worm, okay? Okay? So that would make you grouchy. That would make you grouchy. Also, if you want to go, you know, the nurture angle, you could say, you know, uh, Oscar, the grouch. I mean, anytime someone's calling you the grouch, like that's your name, that's what is that, his middle name or his last name is grouch? Middle name is the. Middle name is the. But anybody that's saying the grouch, that's your name. It's not even a nickname. That's your name. Can I just break it real quick? I don't think anyone's saying, uh, oh, look, it's Oscar the Grouch. His parents, they're like, what are we going to call him? It's Oscar the Grouch. Grouch, (laughs) The only one. The grouchiest person in the world. That sounds like like an Irish. You have to blame his parents a little bit. Oscar the Grouch presenting this year's debutante. Of honor, Oscar the Grouch. Come on, roll him out, boys. He lives in a can. <laughs> okay, but all I'm saying is, you know, you could look at it as nurture, but let me give you the nature aspect the more I thought about it. 
the can is on Sesame Street. I mean, if you're going to live in a trash can, that's one of the better areas, better pieces of real estate mm-hmm. you could live in. And it's the happiest street in the world. You got Big Bird you can hit on. I don't, I don't know that he does that. He's too grouchy for that. But all I'm saying is he has that going for him. So maybe it really is, you know, his fault, really. Because I don't know. I, I'm a look. I'm a cans half full guy. You know, and I feel like Oscar. You know, it's kind of his fault. He was so grouchy because that's a nice area. Of course, um, it's when you're fault. when you're living in the shittiest place in the nicest place in the world, that can make you grouchy. So I'm going both ways on this, buddy. What do you think? I'm going to do a documentary. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, the Oscar, the early years, and just kind of monitor because he was really. Oh, guess, he was great. He used to live in a hamper. Yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> He wasn't Oscar the Grouch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, you know, and at that point he wasn't he was Oscar been, the Annoyed back then. Right. Wasn't he wasn't. He was. He was going by Oscar the Irritable. Oscar the Irritable in the hamper. Yeah, in the early years because it's soft. You know, there were a bunch of turtlenecks and button downs in there. <laughs> Those are warm to the soles of his feet, of his Oscar. withered, torn, <laughs> crippled feet. I mean, he. You know, he was raising that can. But I. I think I don't know if it's are nurture. You, na- you know, nature is. You know, he, I think what kind of species is he? He may just—he might be one of those grouchy, predisposed to grouchiness. Yeah. yeah, I mean, maybe this is as good as it know, gets for I'll his say, kind. I'll say this too: maybe the other grouches have died off because they don't get to live on Sesame Street and they kill themselves off early. Or, he's the only of his kind. Or is he suffering from a chemical imbalance? And this is sort of the nature argument, which a lot of depressives feel, which is no matter what your surroundings or situation, you still find a way to frame it negatively. Mm -hmm. And that might be his problem, is that he's predisposed not to being grouchy, but just to seeing things in a way where he acts grouchy. And, you know, the other thing is, if you're sort of irritable, if you're not in a great mood... There's this huge fucking bird walking around. Everybody's talking about numbers a good mood and I letters. I know. Some weird, you know, celebrity. And the celebrities come by, and they don't give them the time of day. Either. Katy Berry could give a shit about Oscar. The Nobody Grouch. hits you know, on she's him. Looking They're at all him going, I. Russell Brand is half your age, and everybody's hitting has on twice the weirder hair. Yeah, no, everybody's hitting on Ernie and Bert, and no one's giving Oscar any love. It's bullshit. I mean, I, you know what I wonder is. Here's, and here's my essential question. I didn't make Oscar you. the Grinch. I did. No, it's <laughs> Oscar the Grinch. It's not a to do it, survive. Do you fun. think it would help? Here's an essential question. Do you to think eat it? things so it'll make a billy goat puke. <laughs> to kill, period. Remember one thing when you go out there with Oscar the Grinch? An ample supply of body bags. Body bags. <laughs> I was going to say hamper, and I just I lost the thread. I think, <laughs> would, would it make it better for Oscar... Yeah. If you just hopped in that can with him, mm. just get in the trash with him. The worm did. Because I think that's part of it, though, is the only sort of physical contact he's ever felt is that worm. Mm. And where's that going? Yeah, what's that? What's going to what's Only one with place. That? What's happening with that? Up the pookie the hatch. <laughs> the pookie hatch. <laughs> to the what? The pookie hatch. That's what I call an anus. Uh, is that, that or is Nancy that a, Grace? Is that, <laughs> okay. is that a new development, the pookie hatch? Yeah, it's something I've been working on lately, you know. Uh-huh. Pookie hatch. That way, if I have any irritability down there, any grouchiness, I can be like, ooh, my pookie hatch is 
you know, splintering or yeah, whatever. Splintering. It's, just, it's less so I disgusting. Just, I put some horse some out. I took some horse ster- sterilizer and I horse sterilizer. horse sterilizer and my pookie. Do hatch. not take that. That's special. Luckily, a. I have some duct tape. So yeah, I, take special K. If you take special A, take it together is, my it's a horse hatch. sterilizer, <laughs> and it will make it'll make your dick go back up into your own body, <laughs> which is not a great high. <laughs> I mean, you can listen to trance music on it, but you won't want to be, you know, you won't want to win it. Pookie. Yeah. All right. I can't believe You really have said that before, or you came up with it today? You know, I came with that today, but earlier, at around really 11 a.m., yeah. This I would run on that all day. All day, I'd be like, I came up with a nice one today. Oh, I've been saying it all day. You could you can wear it out or not? How, what's the shelf life here's, on Pookie here's Hatch? What, here's what I've been doing. Because I'll tell you, I've been hiding. You know, I've been hiding in I've been in this hide and seek co- competition. So I've been hiding yeah. places, and, and then what I'll things. do is I'll only show my anus. Yeah. And then when so, whoever sees it is like, what's that over there? I go, that's my Pookie Hatch. <laughs> and then I'll run away. They won't see me. What do you think is going to have a longer shelf life? Fooper glue or? Or Pookie I think fooper glue, because it also implies a glue that will help stick your fupa up to your abdomen so that it doesn't hang down over your hoops. Uh, we're going to have to come out with a dictionary at the end of our uh, Yeah, it would be great if, if, any, if any super yeah. fan of your show wants to make a glossary. I mean, that would be amazing if that was offered online. They're going to have to, because iTunes has just fucked our show. Ugh. iTunes, the new uh, operating system, you can't find our show isn't in order anymore, which is, I think is kind of important for our show. I, and I can, no one can find it now. All of a sudden, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Well, if you're listening now, out. please know. That I think it's you somewhere in maps. It. Yeah. It's in maps, and that's probably what people are complaining about. It's in Google about. Maps now. It's in Google Maps, and a lot of the maps are on our podcast. Turn now. left. It's just, at yeah, it's cashing just, in with it's basically Siri just going turn left Ugh. at the Fooper glue. I like her though. Yeah, she's not bad. Let's move it along, buddy. You want to move it along to yeah. taking it to the tweet. <laughs> taking it Until to they the think tweet. of a better name for it. This is Tweetalize. Or once more unto the tweets, dear friends. Once more. Taking tweet it to the smart. tweets, buddy. This is weird. I, uh, um, I I rarely text. I haven't texted or I, I haven't tweeted. I, I I stopped tweeting for a while. I don't know. I just tweeted this, but my phone was lost uh, for like a month or two. I was inside the the belly of a whale, uh, hmm. which uh, made it hard to find. I finally Terrible. found it, and I tweeted um, uh, memo to Fox NFL coverage. Enough with the dancing robots. It was stupid ten years ago. Even worse now. Not the funniest tweet, but it's just how I felt. I'm tired of watching the robots dance. What are, what are those things? I don't know what they are. Just Was to me, it seems stupid. cool? I don't know what it like, is. Let's yeah. do it. Like, for 10 years, it's the same robots. I don't know they're dancing. I don't know what they're doing, but they need to stop. It's so dumb. I'm surprised Fox is still uh, a legitimate network sometimes based on some of this stuff. Anyway, um, so I just tweeted. Well, no I big deal. I can't really speak to that because I'm on a... You're on a sitcom. Oh, I was just talking about some of the sports aspects. I think Fox Sports. I was. I was talking about the sports sometimes. I'm not a big fan of uh, some of the commentators on Fox. I'm not going to say who they are because they're not Nancy Grace. They're Nancy Grace. One of them rhymes with Penis Diller. (laughs) In any event, I wrote that, and the only reason I bring it up. Uh, not to brag about such a mediocre tweet, but Cletus, the actual robot, wrote me back immediately. 
Cletus. He has his own uh, Twitter account, and he's got a lot more followers than I do, this dancing robot. How many followers does that? Uh, I think it was about 8,000. Cletus wrote me back immediately, and he was outraged. So apparently I've pissed off a robot. Are you sure that's the real... Because is that robot's name Cletus? Apparently so. Cletus seems like kind of a backwood male nurse. It's not how I pictured the robot, but maybe he didn't have access to all the names. I don't know. Maybe robots don't get to pick their own names. You know, you have to go to Central Intelligence for that. Yeah. And that's, you you know, you see that, you know, you have to watch Blade Runner to really know more about it. But Cletus (laughs) on Fox wrote me back, uh, memo to Cash Levy, you're way behind on what's really going on. That's what he wrote. And he said it like that, too. Yeah, a lot of robots yeah. sound like he that. He sounds a lot um, like... Uh, like one of the uh, one of the lesser parts in the film Point Break. Exactly. I one was going to say... One of other henchmen. I couldn't... Yeah. He said it like that. He said, Memo to Cash Levy, you're way behind on what's really going on. <laughs> he said it like that. It's a little... So the robot has feelings, apparently. He's like, how? You know? Well, but that's, you know, he didn't say you hurt my feelings. He just said you're way behind. He might, it may have, it, I may actually have read more like this. Memo to Cash Levy, you're way behind. Ha-ha, ha-ha, ha-ha. Watch me dance now for no reason. In between your scores and stats. <laughs> you might say all that. I, I, I had a couple tweets I'd like to talk to you about. First one okay. is, yeah. sometimes when I'm picking my nose and someone looks over and catches me, I'll just pretend like I was doing cocaine. Yeah. Now, do you do you think that that's better or worse? Because a couple of people I actually had that one written down. Really? Yeah, I was going to mention. Well, what do you think about that? Well, um, which is better? You're saying which one is more? Well, a couple of people drew to my attention that it might be. You know, if you look over and I'm picking my nose in my car, and you find out I'm actually, it looks like I'm doing cocaine. Mm -hmm. You know, because I'm like. The question is, which one would be more? Ah, I was caught. Oh yeah, sweet, sweet China white. See, I know you. I know you'd be doing a horse sterilizer. Mm. Can't get enough of that stuff. Yeah. Gets you so high and you can't have a child. <laughs> uh, I, you the know, question is, which think? is more embarrassing? Yeah, which, is that what you're saying? Is more embarrassing? I think that if we're an evolved species, it should be more embarrassing to be doing cocaine than picking our nose. I know that seems counterintuitive. But let's face it. People do pick their nose. It's no big deal. I know people do cocaine also, but shouldn't doing cocaine be a tiny bit more, uh, you could be a little bit more judgmental about that? Not that it's morally wrong. Not that it's morally wrong to do cocaine, but still it's a little more damaging than picking your nose. So you wouldn't drive by someone doing cocaine and say, you're immoral. What I like to do at parties is I pick one nose, one nostril, um, with one finger. And then with the other, I snort the cocaine. So I'm doing two things at once. Uh, it's sort of. I go to yeah. a lot of parties. I'll pick. And then two I'm also noses. drinking I'll pick my own and whoever's I'm also, closest. I'm also drinking, okay, at the same time. And I have someone stick me with a needle for the heroin, okay. And I'm also where's uh, the horse sterilizer? The guy? horse sterilizer going up my anus, up my uh, up my your uh, pookie hatch. Pookie hatch, yeah. okay. And it's sort of like the drug full body release. It's yeah. sort of the it's drug, a full body intake. I basically do an intake. It's a full body. Yeah, it's not a full body release. And that's going to make body... your release after you do the full body. Yeah, and then it, that's yeah. actually how sometimes I can spur on the actual full body release. My other tweet that I yeah. wanted to ask okay. you is: Okay, is it possible to say the word foyer or foyer and not sound like an asshole? 
Is there any situation that you would... I think even if you run out into the street and you grab someone and you go, Oh my God! My baby! My baby is being eaten by a coyote in my foyer! You know, the person's going to be like, You know what? Fuck you. And your weird coyote baby situation, you weirdo. Why don't you just say your front hallway? Elbow-smoking dick pirate. You know, I think you make a good point. You could say I saved two lives inside the foyer, and people would be like, I don't give a shit. You just yeah. said foyer. Yeah. You're a bad person. I think it is, you know. I think that, and if you say vase, it's really hard to be... It's really hard for someone really cool. If I'm talking to someone and they go, oh, yeah, and I got the the best flowers, I put them in my favorite vase, mm. I'm, I think I'm immediately yeah, out. Yeah, you're out. You're out. That's a, that's a deal-breaker friendship-wise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the last one it's is... It's being friends with you sometimes, yeah. Yeah, well, I don't... To avoid those... Yeah, I, I don't yeah. say many other words besides... Luckily, there's you, besides have a shirt, you have a shirt which says which words people can't say. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't like that. And then the other one is either and either. Mm. You know, if you say either and neither, then I neither want to be your friend, and if you want to be mine, I don't give a shit either. <laughs> Your mama is a baby teether. I'm trying to think of one that's bothered. You put me on the spot here. I'm trying to think of one that's been bothering me. Um, I hate it when people say they're going coupon clipping. Yeah. Just say coupon clipping. Hmm. Clipping. How much Groupon activity would you tolerate in a relationship? If that person was getting a lot of coupons, how many times would if someone could mention the word, like how many, like your girlfriend say or your wife, before you dumped her, how many times could she mention Groupons in one per day? If she mentioned Groupon one twice a day, would you survive the relationship? Like how far would it have to go? So you're saying. Because I thought originally you meant, because I would, I would have a limit if a girl came to me and she's like, honey, I just bought another Groupon. Yeah. It says we can skydive yeah. for $71 in yeah. the next year. We just got to drive to Santa Clarita, Wyoming. We'll fly to Denver first and then take a horse and buggy for fortnights. I mean, I, yeah, but if somebody's already mentioning it, yeah, I think if you mentioned Groupon over 20 times in a day. 20? Well, yeah, of course. So many. What yeah. about 10? I think I would dump someone if they brought it up more than once a day. In that fact, is baloney. Yeah, come on. You, how redundant is that relationship? You're so ridiculous. If you know if once twice, a day, oh, she's really, going to talk about Groupons. She goes, hey, remember that Groupon I was talking about earlier this morning? You say, get the fuck out of my apartment. Every day? Every single day? I think it's okay. You do? Yeah. All right. I'm going to change hey, my number to hey, three. Hey, I mentioned that boogie hatch 10 to 20 a day. <laughs> 15 to 30 a fortnight. <laughs> I'm going to mention, I'm going to say three. I'm going to say three. Okay. I'm going to move this along to uh, practical. We're going to have to skip tiny pins. We're going to go to practical living in the modern age. In an inefficient and out-of-date way, we bring you practical living in the modern age. Hmm. That's a new one. Hadn't heard that's that one. one. Jesse Case coming up big. Love him. Coming up big. We never did have a song for that one. Mm-hmm. So. Um, this is sort of, I was thinking about this when I was in Denver. A lot of those uh, wonderful heroes were, got credit for kind of shielding their women uh, in the line of fire, you know, uh, you know, during the, uh, the shooting there at the, at the movie theater. And people get credit for doing that a lot, where they shield their women. 
or their girlfriend, and I think it's awesome, but you would shield a girl that, regardless, right? It's just part of the, what we've been taught. If what was happening to them. Any kind of shooting, you would shield any girl that you were with, wouldn't you? Whether you're dating I, I mean, or not. I, I, you? I think you would. I, I know you. I think I, you would. I use them as a human shield. <laughs> you're saying shield is and I use them as a shield? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Seriously, though, it's ingrained in us to to, to use. And in fact, if you weren't, if you weren't so, going out I, with you a know, girl. I don't know. I, I mean, I, you know, whenever I hear gunfire, I just start shooting in the air. You know, I just, I join them. If you can't beat them, join them. I just start yelling. And I usually have a big, bushy red mustache and a large sombrero. And I'll just fire my six shooters into the air. I just think it's part of our nature to shield people. I think it's one nice thing about men. That's all. I think, I mean, I think you're right. I think you always, yeah, you always want to shield someone. You would hate to not shield someone. The best thing is to shield someone but get down on the ground. Because then you can sort of wedge yourself underneath of them <laughs> and say, you'll be so safer like on top shield. of me. Yeah, yeah. it seems like a shield. If everything not. goes fine, you're going yeah. to end up getting a little bit Don't you kind of want... <laughs> you know what <laughs> I'm talking about? You just rip rip open the uh, duct tape and then pookie hatch it out. You know, <laughs> probe the pookie hatch. Right? <laughs> just pull apart the fooper glue I don't want you started. to bring up the solo gay <laughs> masturbation porn that I was in <laughs> called Tearing Open the Pookie Hatch. But don't you kind of want to be a hero? Don't you look for a, a spot? I'd love to be a hero at some point. I like do. Like a chance. I, you know, I can, like a chance. I can, fire, a chance. I can fire a gun at you and your wife at some point. Let's let's just you know take that under consideration. You know, we'll think about It'd it. I got to nice. do it when you're not looking to really see if you would. I mean, this was okay when I was a kid. I uh, I was a little tiny kid, uh, a child as they call us. And what happened was, I, the girl across the street and I, uh, Kelly, she thought that. Uh, if you put, or we both thought, if you, we wanted a rope swing with a with a tire, we thought if you put a bunch of rocks in the middle of the road, it was a dead end. Of the road, it was a, a cul-de-sac or a foyer, uh, if that's what we like to call a street it. Street foyer, a yeah. street foyer, and um, there's a tip jar right in the road. We moved that out of the way, and you put a bunch of rocks in the middle of the street, and we 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 did it for a full day because not many cars came. And we spent the whole day putting rocks. We thought that a tire would fall off. We would grab that tire and make a rope swing out of it. Now, we weren't that logical, really. But someone called the police and uh, and said, you better get those rocks out of the road or, you know, and it was going to be a long job, I'll tell you, because it was a lot of rocks. We spent the whole day doing it. And I, I turned to Kelly and I said, I'll take the heat. You head home. Yeah, I really did. I did. wow. I said, I, I'm going to handle this. That's a big deal. And she was crying and stuff. And she left and I saw at our uh, high school reunion and uh, she was very appreciative still that I took the heat took the heat because that's what we do okay i think that's true i mean i no no i agree with you and i think you you heroic do, you stories have that constitution you know? yeah. yeah you have that in your nature well here's i have a practical living okay the, let's move the let's, modern yeah age. let's do one I just i, I just want to say you know if you're really mad at someone mm-hmm. you know obviously throw a soup on them but the other option is put a snickers in their gas tank i don't know if it does anything I don't know if it hurts the car yeah, yeah. or if it'll get in trouble or anything, but it's such an easy thing to do. You carry a Snickers with you, you see the person's car, you wait until they're gone, you just open up that pookie hatch, slip that sweet <laughs> that Snickers car. down. Yeah. The sweet spot, the sweet spot, sweet pookie Snicker hatch. diesel dick. <coughs> the diesel you just dick. You just that disarm in. that diesel dick. And, I just, and you throw in either a Snickers bar or horse sterilizer, one or the, or the other. One or the other. It can't run on that you shit. You can't do both. can't run on that shit. Yeah. 
Well, yeah. If you were to combine horse sterilizer and Snickers bar, that's a toxic mix. You'd be satisfyingly <laughs> That's sterile. a toxic mix. Yeah. I think we both know that. And that's a hero that just told you that. I'll take the heat. You move it along, baby. I'll take the heat for these cul-de-sac rocks. I'll take the heat. We're going to finish up, I my grew friend. up on the hard oh. street foyers. <laughs> we're dropping a hot, tasty, buttery, spicy Ooh, pod. We're we logging hot pods. We're logging a hot pod right now. And I'm loving it. I'm dropping a hot, tasty pods. pod. And I think one reason is we're doing it late at night. And it was the first time. This is the first time we've ever done one at night. And put this pod in your pookie hatch, <laughs> right there in your pookie <laughs> hatch, and 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 uh, and go ahead and just uh, uh, fooper glue it together. <laughs> fooper glue it. I couldn't even couldn't even remember that. Listen, buddy, we're going to move it along to uh, one of my favorite sections. This is where we get to know our our uh, listeners a little bit. All twelve and a half of them. Mm-hmm. This is the maskers. Yeah. Like eighty five percent of superheroes, this is. Masters. This is great. And, and by the way, for all of you uh, people that enjoy the show, we've got, uh, God, uh, what, four days from now, we've got the uh, got the L.A. Uh, Los Angeles Podfest. Well, yeah, I mean, it'll be... Got to come for that. You got to come. We want to meet you. Yeah, it'll, it'll be, yeah, it, the, the Friday that you're listening to it, that Friday, we'll be performing in the Los Angeles Podcast Festival, LAPodfest.com. 11 p.m. on a Friday night, and if you want to come and really see this mayhem, get out it's there. It's madness. It's madness. We'll slip a snicker in your pookie hatch. We will. Or I'll just, I'll just, I'll, I might duct tape my poochie hatch. Just. Poochie hatch. How should we have you Is a terrible in? way to kill a baby dog. Should we have you like, should we have you like. Should we have you levitate in, or what do you think? I, mean, I can't levitate, so unless you have a way to do that. Oh no, I, I well, Tris could get hit. some wire work. Yeah, some little or some. You know what I want to do? I want, I, I want, and I, we might do this, we yeah. might not. But I would love you to be alone. You'd say, you know, TJ couldn't make it, and if one of you out there thinks they can replace him, and then I'll stand up yeah. and I'll say, I can cash. And you'll look over, you just and the away. only thing you'll see is an anus floating in midair, because that's how good of a hide-and-go-seeker I am. And you'll go, "What? what's that there? And I'll say, that's TJ's pookie hatch. <laughs> now get over here and poop or glue your way. I mean, I don't know what any... Now, 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 the, now the cash phrases are so confusing that I don't even know what I know. I'm talking about. Well, look, here's the thing I'm afraid of. I'm afraid that we're going to go out there... And none of our real listeners are going to be there. And no one's going to understand what the fuck we're talking about. Because we are completely I mean, insane. Yeah. And people are like, what? what? Did he just say <laughs> Deshaishai? What the fuck is wrong with that? Are they talking about Oscar the Grouch again? You know, like just, I don't know. Or what, where, where are the other guests? This is bullshit. You I know? Mean, yeah, I think. I mean, like, there, there could be some bloodshed if, I, if well, we don't have some no, real I fans no there. sheds any blood. And if they do, I'll use you to shield me. But, I, you know, I think that they... If you're listening and you want to meet us, we'd like to meet what, you. Are we doing an after party, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking to Chipotle right now about sort of sponsoring it, but the yeah. problem is is that... The parking uh, lot? Well, it's just, you know, their fucking heads are filled with rice and beans fuckers. over there. Don't be racist now. Those fuckers in Chipotle. No, I'm saying Chipotle. a burrito is mostly rice and beans, which is filler, and that's what's in between the ears of those Chipotle executives. I know. It's They're- goddamn rice and black beans. There was a Chipotle on the runway in Denver, so you've made some real inroads there, buddy. Well, you would know. No parking lot. All your friends you bring live a plane on tarmac. Got to do a, go to the, through the drive-through with an airplane. <laughs> Fucking bullshit. <laughs> Luckily, the wing was uh, 
duct tape. <laughs> duct tape. We took it off and just whipped through there. Got ourselves some rice and beans. Uh, <laughs> you know what I love is that I did understand the mental image you were painting of breaking off the wings so you could pull up alongside <laughs> putting it back on again yeah, yeah. that's the kind of shit that's not going to fly at the live we're podcast we're going to be experiencing tur- turbulence because we had to take off the wing <laughs> to get a guac burger which is what we call burritos <laughs> guac burger. Uh, maskers maskers this one is from uh, at b nuggets um you should put your cashing in billboard on nancy grace's front yard I like that. She's not in her room. It's taken up by her giant asshole. <laughs> that would I mean, be that funny. woman, Nancy Grace. That'd be weird. We should do our billboard. I'm th- I've thought of some places. You we'll decided where you, where you think. I'm leaning toward... I like Bend, Oregon. I like that idea. That's where I did my comedy uh, show, which we'll talk about soon. I'm, yeah. still, I'm still voting. I, I really think it should be Silverthorne. Mm-hmm. Someplace we like to visit and everyone likes to party. We'll do, we'll do a little... You know, eventually move our families there, live right under the shadow of the building. Herbert, Arizona. Then we'll have a horrible fight because we're not good neighbors and, like, one person doesn't like the view of the billboard as much as the other person. You'll get pissed. And our wives will, like, gang up on us and eventually they'll leave us for each other. I smell a movie. Oh, wait, no, that's a hot, spicy pod. You know what I'd like to call that movie? Weekend at Bernie's The Prequel. Prequel to the prequel. Let's get to the maskers. I'm sorry for all no, this. The prequel you know what? the weekend at Bernie's is uh, just Bernie alive. You know being what, a very guys? gracious host. We just, uh, uh, this is Stephanie Lead at Steph Aside. Stephanie Lee, she's so nice. At Steph Aside. We love the listeners. Uh, yeah, thank can, you all for Can every on. cashing in episode from now on contain a Doobie Brothers cover? Many thanks in advance. I, I think we I, could do I that. I want to tell you I'm sorry in advance. I could do it. Could. What a fool believes. <laughs> Step aside. I, I hope that when you say uh, covers, you're just talking about cash humming <laughs> higher than any male has ever hummed in the history of humming. <laughs> yeah, that hurt. That hurt a little bit. We need some horse sterilizer. Um, how about this, buddy? Um, do female daddy long legs spiders resent their title? This is from Chancellor Williams at Super Shitwagon. <laughs> hey, truth. Chancellor, way to pick a username that's the opposite. Chancellor grew up in like a British manor. Chancellor, come in here. What are you doing? Are you playing on your computer? What username <laughs> did you decide? I told you you could either use Reginald Horses or Cantonbury Taylor. Which one did you use? You didn't use Super Shit Wagon, did you? I thought that was That's your drunk uncle, or as I call him, your drunkle. <laughs> drunkle. That's what Cletus is, that dancing robot. He's like the uncle that you just... He's the drunkle of the robot. Yeah, yeah, he's a drunkle. What about, do, do female daddy long led spiders resent their title? I don't think so. Um, because there are black widows that are males, right? There has to be. Yeah, that's true. But black widow definitely sounds cooler than daddy long legs. Daddy long legs is not very scary. It just sounds like when an older divorcee calls himself when he talks to women at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
That's funny. Uh, it's don't worry about me. Hey, I, I get this lady, whatever. You get this young uh, lady, whatever she wants to drink. Uh, don't worry, it's on Daddy Long Legs. How you doing? I've been uh, living apart from my wife for two and a half years now. We're not officially divorced. I'd like to invite you to my fully furnished apartment in Classendale. Oh, Daddy Long Legs, is that your tip whistle? Or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> uh, no, that's my tip whistle. It's gigantic, and I keep it right in my crotch crotch of my jeans. Uh, I've been living in a furnished apartment with uh, a young man by the name of uh, Chancellor Dick Holm. And, uh, no, it's, online it's, he goes by Super Shit Wagon. I believe, I believe it was Super Shit Wagon, right? Uh, yeah, so I think Daddy Long Legs. At least you're not Oscar the Grouch. Those female Daddy Long Legs. Yeah, you gotta, I mean, I, I grew up, you know, my name growing up was, uh, was Samantha. And, uh, you know, it just... It had the word man in it, but yeah, it still was a feel, female's name. Yeah, Samantha. I didn't know that about you. Yeah, I, I thought, I thought your al- alias was Tittledorf, middle name Pemberton Buttlesticks, but mm-hmm. uh, you have a lot of aliases. We're going to do one more here, I think. Uh, Patrick Davis uh, asks, how much time has to pass before we can call them the Backstreet Men? Wow. Mm. Now, what is his username? Uh, he doesn't... That, that was on uh, Facebook. Uh, it's this newfangled computer thing I found. I like that. Yeah, uh, Patrick Davis. I mean, I think we can call them Backstreet Men as soon as we agree to call them uh, men to now what they are men instead of boys to men. <laughs> well, you be. might have to men to verify that. what they are now men. <laughs> yeah, it's a longer name, but at least they're not lying to everyone every day. The Backstreet Boys, I mean, we might There's as well wait to, to call to wait. them the Backstreet Elderly Men. Well, you have to <laughs> you have to wait till I think Nuclid's on the block have to do the, do it first. Nuclidus on the block. Nuclidus is on the The new robots on the block have to. <laughs> it's Cletus. You're way behind the times, fucker. Is that That's what he, what he said? said? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, yeah, I was paraphrasing. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? You have a gun pointed at your head. What do you do? What do you do? Yeah, just shut your trap, your robot, your metal trap, Cletus. I hate these robots. It's so weird when robots talk that way. I mean, I think, yeah. I think new kids, them- or new kids have to make the first move. Yeah, new men on the block. Uh, and then Spice Girls, Indigo Girls, or what about they'll older- have some tough decisions to make. What about older men on the block? Spice women. And what was the other one? Dixie uh, women? Indigo Girls, Spice Girls. Indigo people. I can't even call them women. New kids on the block. Hey, everyone, we're the Indigo people. <laughs> what happened? All right, one, two, three, four. That's what they say. Indigo people, I like that. Uh, I had a buddy who used to have a great joke, Adam White. It's this is hilarious comedian lives in Louisville, Kentucky, and he used to have a joke where he's like, remember Twisted Sister, right? We're not going to take it. We're not going to take it. Yeah, I bet they take it now. <laughs> you know? Hello, County Fair. Yeah, we'll take it. <laughs> Such a funny joke. But I do, you know, I think some of these, I feel bad for some of these guys. But these new kids on the block, they still have blockhead fans that follow them everywhere. It's so insane. They do. They do. You know, they're, they're, they'll, they'll come back. Everyone comes back, you know. Mm. Comes back, does a tour. We'll, we'll weekend come back. At, weekend at Bernie's. Came weekend back. at Bernie's. The Weekend at Bernie's tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, salad bar style. <laughs> Where they just sort of greet people at salad bars. The cast of Weekend of Birdies. That's a pretty, you know, a lot of people don't use that technique to draw people to their salad bar, but. <laughs> Just imagine a restaurant the salad bar being promo. Like, we got to get, get more people in here to the salad bar. 
I mean, sure, they're ordering prime rib and drinks from their tables, but ain't nobody touch this iceberg. You yes. know what we need? <laughs> you know what we need? Let's let's have Just some out front, out front. It says we need weekend this Saturday. Free radishes, extra radishes, and the cast of Weekend at Bernie's too. <laughs> P.S. Bernie can't make it. And He's all, dead. And all you can eat croutons. <laughs> That's it. That's it for the show. That's it. We'll see you at the salad bars, everybody. Please come to the, the LA Podcast. Tour. We love we love that you listen, and uh, that was so much fun. Thanks for coming in, buddy. LA LA Podcast uh, uh, Podfest. Yeah, LA, LA Podcast. Podcast. LA, LA Podcast and, uh, Festival. Yeah, yeah. And tweet us and be our friends. We love Just it. Just be our friends. We love you so much. And now I'm off to hide further. Goodbye. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 